This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome <laughs> to the Troll Patrol. Live. <laughs> I think I think I got everything set. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm not high enough for this yet. What's up, guys? My hair's still. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. It's a freaking. Um... Wednesday. It's a freaking Wednesday. <laughs> Hayes, Warlord, good evening. So glad to see you guys. Um, I was totally prepared for this, I promise. I am prepared. I've got I've got a show prepared. Don't worry. What are we gonna be talking about tonight? I'm glad you Republicans are saying they will not raise the debt ceiling. I would like to go one day, one day without talking about Congressman George Santos, but apparently we can't. The latest accusation against him is that he stole money from a dying dog charity. <laughs> I'm laughing at that. I'm horrible. Oh god, that's like the other day, like <laughs> Fuzzy Zimba, good evening. I had somebody comment, can't imagine what made you laugh while reading such a horrific and sad crime story. And it was I was really, really high. <laughs> he stole money from a dying dog charity. Jesus, this man's a monster. An Idaho Republican. An Idaho Republican has compared women's health to milking cows. Texas Republican is really upset about aborted fetuses in the food. Trump wants back on Facebook. Louisiana teacher was fired after text she sent on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Can you guess what she did? Uh, a New England group called Keep New England White has been charged apparently with a uh, Possible hate crime? Police in Ohio beat the fuck out of a woman for no reason. Just another day. Gonna check in with the accused Idaho murderer, Brian uh, Koberger, who may have a co-defendant. Brian Koberger may have a co-defendant, according to new court documents that have been filed. I'm going to tell you about uh, a drag queen that was a part of a group 
they were grooming kids and this drag queen uh, was arrested and charged with child molestation and aggravated sexual battery. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It wasn't a drag queen. It was a youth pastor. My bad. My bad. Totally, totally uh, fucked that one up. We've got wild video of a man trying to pull a barista out a coffee shop window. I'm I'm still in shock after after seeing it. Let's I had the whole rant last night where like you just gotta have the balls, you can go do whatever the fuck you want in this society, not pull a fucking coffee waitress through a window. What the fuck is wrong with you? As Charlie Kirk says, if you only watch one video, make it this one, so I put it on the list. Have no clue what it's about. <laughs> if it's Charlie Kirk, though, it's bound to be some bullshit. All that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol, live. You live in sexual anarchy? Devil, Lenny, good evening. So glad to see you. I, I would love to give you a high five, digital high five. I need something that's like the Sam Cedar shofar that I can pull out. Uh, maybe uh, tell you to wash your ass. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. That's, that's pretty good advice for your job interview. Make sure you wash your ass uh, beforehand. Shelly, Farquad, good evening. I, you know, I bet there are are people out there that provide that service that they will come to your house and make you coffee. Might even do it naked if you pay them enough. Just saying. Or there are plenty of opportunities out there. I'm gonna guess this man was a was a creep. No, 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 devil. I did not mean that you had a shitty asshole. I'm just saying life is too short. To to have a crusty asshole, as as the guy said, that is great advice. You can't tell me that if you if you haven't washed your ass today, it's a good idea to go wash your ass. I'm just giving you a reminder, kind of like how people tell streamers to hydrate. Remember to hydrate. I'm telling you to remember to wash your ass. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass, Cicero. Sister, no, I'm not calling you short. Maybe, are you short? I have no indication. Not high enough. Maybe you're too short and I'm not high enough. Which still taking its ever loving sweet time to approve my emote or yeah, approve my emotes. But you've got a couple of new ones now. There are a couple of new ones in the holster. You can hit up some uh you can get some macho man going on. Of course of course twerk for the children. It's been around a couple of days. Rhinos. Fetus in, well, here's the thing. There aren't actually fetuses in the food. Uh, it's a it's a right-winger upset about a made-up problem. But, I mean, 
would they be a right winger if they weren't upset about a made up problem? Get you some troll marks in there. I'm trying. I'm trying to bring the fire with the emote game. Prank called Santos. I. It's amazing that his uh, people would let anybody get through to him at this point. I mean, we've seen him uh, not want to field questions from from interviewers, reporters. I can't believe the story I'm gonna I would like to go one day without talking about the motherfucker. But apparently it's a you know it's a pretty big deal. Some of my most viewed videos. The one where uh I did like the Slim Shady remix. George Santos. Hi, my name is His his ex-boyfriend apparently says there's way more shit that's going to come out about him. His roommate was like, I can't believe he got elected. <laughs> we've, we've seen these people talk about him. It's absurd. But that's... That's the world we live in. That is the society we have created where any goddamn dumb fuck... And just scam their way to the top. Here's your meme for the day. It's uh, some good advice from Stone Cold. I think I had a wrestling meme yesterday too. Oh, wrong one. Wrong one there. Meant to kill the camera. Your anti-cop meme only mocks Megan Hall. Or I guess it's Megan Hall. And none of the other cops involved in a sex scandal. That's just low-key misogyny. Disguised as an ACAB meme. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. And they knew about him. Yes, they knew about him. Apparently, Republican leadership was aware that he was a lying sack of shit. And then Kevin McCarthy gets up in front of reporters and says, well, if... If you'd had the FBI briefing I had, you wouldn't let Eric Swalwell on a committee. But he'll put George Santos on two committees. Two. Are you smoking crack, Kevin McCarthy? I was on crack. Right. Right. I am. I was very disappointed. So we we did the story about the the sex parties at the police station. And since there's been follow up, that apparently the the young lady in question that the meme is talking about, she was probably assaulted, coerced, which sounds about right. Right? It's a, it's a police department. She was probably pressured into these situations. Makes perfect sense. But all the memes, because we did the story Monday, Sunday, whenever whenever it was first breaking. But it was a few days until I started seeing a deluge of memes. Made me sad that there weren't people watching my video about it. He won a community service award. And as, as we were reading the story, that cracked me the fuck up. 
But like, I'm I'm not the one. Like, that's a true fact, and I just find that ironic. That's not me making a joke. He got the community service award. But also, that could play into the coercion, right? Because um, they're mocking her and degrading her in front of the department. Perhaps they gave her the community service award for that reason. And that plays into the abuse. So while I I snicker because I've got my, my uh, mind in the gutter, live in sexual anarchy you live in sexual anarchy there's a facet to that that has to be dealt with that could indeed play into the the anywhere on a scale from hazing to just all out sexual assault that's the bottom line because we're going to find out what that news be doing Republicans are not going to raise the debt ceiling tomorrow, it looks like. So we're going to be in these like extraordinary measures by the by the Treasury Department as to be able to pay the bills of the United States going forward. Holy shit. Department saying that the U.S. will hit a cap on how much money it can actually borrow as soon as tomorrow. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says that she can use extraordinary measures to pay the bills, but only until June. So Republicans are remaining steadfast. They are not going to budge, they say, in their refusal to raise the debt ceiling unless Congress and the White House agree to deep spending cuts that the Republicans want. ABC News Elizabeth Schulze and ABC News business reporter Alexis Christophers join us now with more. So, Elizabeth, Republicans, you know. Austerity is always the name of the game. They're Alamo right now. They have decided to, to make this the battle uh, of their newly new power in the House of Representatives. Uh, they want the White House to agree to spending cuts that really have nothing to do with the debt ceiling. Can you explain why and, and what they're trying to do here? Right, Terry. So the debt limit has to do with the government's bills that it already owes. And Republicans are talking about spending cuts for future budgets. So these really are kind of different topics. But think about the debt limit this way. It's $31.4 trillion. The government borrows money to finance its operations in the same way that you or I might borrow money using a credit card to buy things. We have a limit. No, it's a lot different. The government has a limit on how much money it can borrow. And ultimately, that limit continues to get raised, but at a certain point, if that limit isn't raised, there's a risk that the government could default on its debt. And that's what the Treasury Secretary is now warning about, saying that we're getting close to that $31.4 trillion number, that these extraordinary steps are going to be taken over the next couple of months to basically buy some time for Congress to try to reach a deal so that they can raise that it's limit, a coin. get rid of it, something so that the government can keep paying the bills. Fox, that good evening. Else. You're right. This is a very different story than it comes down to the future budgets. The future what Mox is talking about when they say mint the coin is basically you know the government money is fiat none of this shit matters it's all made up anyway so technically the government can just mint five trillion dollar coin ten trillion dollar coin twenty trillion dollar coin it can do whatever the fuck it wants 
fake fake money. It's a fake number anyway. But once again, just to point out the number of the amount of debt that we have more or less corresponds to the amount of money we have in circulation. I I do think that plays into it, Mox. I think Biden is more than happy to play this game. But I I am not for minting the coin. I'm just for taxing the fucking shit out of the rich. That would solve the issue as as well. Why can't we do that? Kick authority in the balls. He's kicking authority in the balls. Tax the rich. Or other things that I can't say because uh, it's terms of service on Twitch. Ooh, I've gotten a moat for it now, though. Shh, don't tell anybody. ...of the government, that's a different process. So Congress passed the $1.7 trillion spending bill last month, Elizabeth, avoiding that government shutdown. So let's just talk about the difference between the two here. Right. So that is the government's budget. When we think about the things that the government spends its money on, it's uh, fine. It's Social Security. It's Medicare. Even that's only temporary. Salaries. It, it pays tax refunds. This Taking is a ginormous September. chunk of the U.S. economy. And basically, every year, the, the Congress passes a budget, and that's where they could negotiate spending cuts or changes to taxes. You know, at the end of the day, the government does not bring in enough revenue through taxes to make up for how much money it owes. So that's why it runs a deficit. That's that's why we see this big debt number, guys. All right, Alexis, that, that's politics. It's Republicans. Simple, Republicans simple solution. Three times during the presidency of Donald Trump to raise the debt ceiling. They don't want to now. But how concerned should ordinary Americans, consumers, investors uh, be right now about this standoff? Well, people definitely want to be aware of what's going on, but I don't think it's time to panic. I mean, we heard uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen say she would take these, quote, extraordinary measures to make sure that the government can continue to pay its bills until at least June. So we're not near uh, the, the possibility of, you know, going... Well, like stopping retirement payments and right shit. Now, like, that's not cool. To happen. Um, economists use the word catastrophic, and I don't think that that's a, a stretch here. I mean, we could see the stock market plunge. We could see the government stopping payments for things like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, SNAP, the food program, uh, the government will have to make very hard decisions. Who do they pay? Who do they pay first? Bondholders, those who hold Treasury debt right now? Do they pay people on Social Security or federal workers? Also, you know, a, a note on bonds. A, a lot of Americans hold bonds, a treasury debt, and if the government defaults on that debt and doesn't pay those investors in a timely way or at all, um, lots of luck finding people who want to invest in the bonds, government going forward. Treasury bonds. Going to say, Look, the risk is so high, we want a really big interest rate if we're going to give the government our money. Again, these are um, catastrophic events that we're nowhere near right now, but they are a possibility if the government cannot come to some sort of a conclusion. You say nowhere near. So, Alexis, let's talk about how we're, we're spending our money. This new data that you talked about showing retail sales fell. Fucking 1 .1 June ain't that far away. Actually cut It'll be Christmas before you know it. Sales also fell in November. Yeah, I'm already pulling that shit again. Impacted the holiday. It will. It'll be right? Christmas so before you know it. We'll tell be ho, us ho, 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 up in here. And 
you know, how we're spending or not spending. For a, such a long time, I feel like we've all been talking about how consumers have been so resilient in the face of high inflation and higher borrowing costs. It, it seems like it's starting to catch up with all of us. Uh, so we saw in the month of December, again, that critical holiday shopping time, people started to pull back for the second straight month. There on your screen, you can see areas where we did that. Electronics and appliances down more than 1%. Furniture off big. Department store spending down more than 6.5%. We also bought fewer cars. Cars, that's more a correlation with interest rates going up. It got more expensive to finance that car. So we're starting to see people being more thoughtful about their purchases. Of course, we still have a strong job market. Wages are going up, not keeping up with inflation, but they are at least higher. So folks that were starting to... Well, that's something, say, isn't it? You know it? what? If the economy is going to slow down and there's the possibility of a recession here, I'm going to adjust my spending. So it's a, a tricky time. Uh, in the economy as the Fed tries to bring the economy, cool it off in for a soft landing, just the right time for a major fight over the debt limit, right? Uh, Elizabeth <laughs> and Alexis. Guy comment. Good evening. Hi, everyone. George. I cool the economy off. I just, I don't know what that means. The workers are getting too much power. We got to discipline them. This frizzle. I would like to go one day without talking about this man. He makes it impossible. New developments in the saga of George Santos, who apparently stole money from a dying dog's charity. Veteran says that the congressman organized a fundraiser for his dying service dog back in 2016, only to pocket the money himself. He shared a story with CBS 2's Christina Fan. I don't want to laugh at this. Rich Ostoff first approached George Santos in 2016. The New Jersey veteran was disabled, homeless, and did he approach George Santos or did he approach Anthony DeVolder? which we believe is his actual name. Desperate for help. His service dog, Sapphire, had developed a life-threatening cyst that required immediate oh, surgery. Sweet baby. That dog saved so, life more than twice. She knew when my moods were changing. She knew when I was depressed. She knew when I was going manic. Um, she would wake me up when I was having nightmares. A veterinary tech recommended Santos, who at the time went by the name Anthony DeVolder and claimed to run a charity called Friends of Pets United. Santos created this GoFundMe, writing, when a veteran reaches out to ask for help, how can you say no? In two months, the campaign raised the necessary $3,000. I wanted to go back to the vet. He wouldn't let me have the money to go to the veterinarian. Uh, I had to go through his veterinarian, through all of his services. Uh, and that was when I started realizing that it was starting to become very, very difficult to deal with this guy. Text messages show the two arguing back and forth, with Santos writing the vet couldn't operate because it's very invasive. Michael Ball, a veteran's advocate, said he tried to mediate, but Santos refused to give up the money and then disappeared. Igloo, good evening. Tried to contact the authorities down where Rich lives and press charges, but there was not enough information to do that. Without the fundraising money, Sapphire died a few months later. I had to panhandle for the money. I had to beg and plead just to have her euthanized. Losing Sapphire oh, was so Oh, I'm sorry. I should hit the content warning for never this. forgot about George Santos. Imagine his surprise when he saw the now congressman on TV seven years later accused of fraud. 
I got a sick feeling in my stomach when I saw his face. And as soon as I, they said, what's your name today? Is it George Santos or Anthony DeVolder? Oh. He says he's Shelly, good evening. So everyone will see the real Santos. Christina Fan, CBS 2 News. And we reached out to Santos's congressional staff for comments. So far, there has been no response. I would assume three grand is felony fucking fraud. What a monster. I'm, I'm stunned. Just joining us. Learned that Congressman George Santos, Anthony DeVolder, created a fake, apparently he ran a fake dog charity and then he created a GoFundMe and scammed a dude out of his dying dog's money. I don't even I don't even have a drop that encompasses what kind of a situation that is. Feels like an extended onion bit, indeed. Oh, you want to talk about on brand for Republicans? Uh, being mad at something that's completely made up. That's pretty on brand for Republicans, right? Republican wants to fix the completely made up issue of aborted fetal tissue in food. I love that the first words in this article have to be food does not contain aborted fetuses. We just want to make sure that is loud and clear up front. But the total lack of existence of such a product hasn't stopped one Texas Republican from trying to regulate it. Ahead of the opening of the Texas state legislature last week, Republican State Senator Bob Hall introduced a bill to mandate that food containing human fetal tissue be clearly and conspicuously labeled. If passed, this bill would also apply to food that is manufactured using human fetal tissue or derived from research using (laughs) derived from research using human fetal tissue medical and cosmetic products that have links to fetal tissue also be subject to these requirements Fetal tissue, according to the bill, is tissue cells or organs obtained from an aborted, unborn child. To be clear, (laughs) food with fetal tissue in it, not a thing. It doesn't exist. There are no conditions under which the FDA would consider human fetal tissue to be safe or legal for human or animal consumption. An FDA spokesperson had to tell Vice News in a statement. Eric, good evening. 
Now you've got me singing the song, I had BTS in my head. Now I've got baby back ribs in my head. Although food would not be impacted if Hall's bill became law, medicine and science could be since fetal cell lines can be used to develop and test drugs. These lines can be collected from a single miscarriage or abortion, then replicated in labs over and over again for decades. Uh, cell lines derived from aborted fetal tissue can be preferable both because it's easier to collect and because fetal tissue derived from a miscarriage may carry whatever genetic or chromosomal problem may have caused the miscarriage in the first place. Edith the fetus. By the way, you could totally uh, twerk for the children with, with a, a moat we have now. Fetal cell lines have led to development of many major vaccines, such as the vaccines against chickenpox and hepatitis A. Paul's office did not immediately return a Vice News list of questions about the bill. However, his office told HuffPost in a statement, ultimately many Texans are unknowingly consuming products that either contain human fetal parts or were developed using human fetal parts. While some may not be bothered by this, there are many Texans with religious or moral beliefs that would oppose consumption or use of these products. I, like, I would like you guys to tell me which which Republican is dumber tonight. Is oh is Santos in the running? We've got Texas Republican that thought there was fetus in the food. Or or is it this Idaho Republican? who uh, compared one, uh, women's health to milking cows. Got most of my time walking behind lines of cows. So if you want some ideas on repro and the uh, women's health uh, thing, I have some definite opinions. I've milked a few cows, spent most of my time walking behind lines of cows. So if you want some ideas on repro and the ladies in the audience, do you like being referred to as a cow? Sir, you should be utterly embarrassed. It's a tough competition, isn't it? The uh, women's health. <laughs> Call words I have better. some definite opinions. <laughs> I've milked a few cows, spent most of my time walking behind lines of cows. So if you want some ideas on repro and the uh, women's health uh, thing, I have some definite opinions. He was so proud of himself. He was so proud. Look at this face. Look how proud he is of that statement, sir, sir. You should learn to feel embarrassment. You should not be proud of yourself. Tones, good evening. Oh, I was a pun intended. <laughs> he is indeed pathetic. He he's also a moron. 
he just compared women to cows. Yes, he he thinks he can talk on women's reproductive health because he's milked a few cows. That is what gave him the authority to speak on the issue. And by God, he thought he thought he made a funny too. So what do you what do you guys think? Was it the Texas man who thought there was fetuses in the foods? If we had heard him say it, if there was video of him talking about there being fetuses in the food, that might that might you know sway your opinion. I do believe. I'm I'm not gonna give you just one dumb Republican this time. I'm gonna give you a what what do you call what do you call a group of, of dumb Republicans? Uh call him a gaggle. Hall, it was something Hall, Miss Frizzle. I don't remember if I could Kevin Hall. Uh, the the last two you saw were in the state house. George Santos is in Congress. I haven't had an update on the. Um, I better not say that. I better not. Juriser had a fantastic story about a murder pizza. They, the pizzeria. Uh, labeled her pizza murder and not her her name not curiouser instead of, instead of hearing curiouser they heard murder and it was Friday the 13th it was like I, that might be too close to terms of service for me to say that Red Rob I did that in my head when she was telling me the story I have not had an update on the Joe Biden classified document saga. I I am aware that a, a group of crows is called a murder. It's from one of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons. Where uh, I think Marge gets it wrong and Homer is like, murder. A group of crows is called a murder. He's like holding the crows on him. They end up pegging his eyes out and he gets prescribed uh, medical marijuana. It's one of my favorite episodes. Anyway. (laughs) Ted Cruz is your senator. Yeah, the medical weed episode. Speaking of weed. That was still that was still in the somewhat golden age of the Simpsons. They'd have a, a cool setup that had nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Then cruise to the curb and curb stomp cruise. Oh no, that could be perceived as a uh, call to violence. 
I believe that I believe that's also the episode where like Lisa walks in and Homer's in the attic and she's like, "It smells like Otto's jacket in here." There's some really good jokes in that one. All right. Speaking of a bunch of dumb fucks, I don't even remember what the setup was now. Jones, did I say good evening to you? Because I meant to if I didn't. I have not had an update on the Joe Biden classified document scandal in a few days. I don't know what's going on with it. So, um... Come on, man! Who better to update us than Fox's The Five? Brand new twists in the Biden doc drama. Resurface video shows Hunter Biden jetting off to the president's Wilmington home just four days before classified files were found in the garage next to the Corvette. We are also learning that the president's vroom, vroom. personal attorney who found the initial batch of classified documents was interviewed by the FBI, but the bureau skipped out on filing an official document called a 302. The government uses those to summarize interviews, basically, meaning that the FBI may have acted more informally and sources confirming to Fox News that despite claims from the White House that they can't talk about the investigation, the DOJ says there is no gag order, so they're not being forthcoming about that, Judge. You know, it is, I think that Jonathan Turley used the word breathtaking. I use the word stunning. They have decided, the Department of Justice has decided that this is... Did you have to go to the thesaurus to come up with that? Normally, there's a charade that goes on, so it appears that they're following the rules. Here, the Department of Justice has come right out and they said, look, you know, we'll let your lawyers collect the documents. And Sauber, the lawyer, Biden's lawyer, said, you know, he said, I don't have clearance. And yet Sauber was given the authority by the Department of Justice to collect the documents. No, he does have clearance. We we specifically read that in the story the other day, didn't we? The issue today is the Department of Justice doesn't care what you think. They're not even going to make believe that they're being fair. They've got a guy whose son is collecting money. I'm not going to go through it again. And who is under Come federal on, investigation for money laundering with 150 transactions a, a, a tasked or, or noticed by the Department of the Treasury. And they're basically telling the family, you just police yourself. Everything's okay. We're not going to come in in the early morning. And you don't let your lawyers do it. We're Trump's lawyers. We're outside. They wouldn't even let him in the room. You know, and... Because <laughs> they had reason to believe that Trump's lawyers were complicit. Apparently that Penn Center was not open until 2017, okay? The Penn Biden Center. So if those documents were taken out of the White House in 2016 when Joe Biden left, because they're Obama classified documents, where were they for that year before they arrived at the Penn Center, which is Chinese run in terms of the money? 
I'm yeah, unless they unless they took them out in January of 20. Just because it wasn't open to the public doesn't mean that Joe Biden didn't have an office there. They were somewhere before the office was open. So we've got a DOJ that we know lied to the FISA court. The DOJ lied to the American people. The DOJ has been, you know, they but now they're they don't even want to hide it from you. You know, Joe's a good guy. um, And the D.A. now the, the DOJ is now saying we were on site. No, you weren't. You told us lawyers to take it. It's very sad. One of the things, Jesse, is that among the questions that the White House says that they can't answer is how many documents were found? Or there, how there many people at that table have there, seen Hunter Biden's dick? And why the public wasn't notified after they were discovered? Did all of them? At the White House, answer. Yeah, at the White House, and they're like, we've been fully transparent, and we've answered everything for we sure. could, except for the answers to those four questions. Just if you say you're cooperating and you're transparent doesn't mean you actually are. Waters has. Hillary playbook. Mm-hmm. Remember her people were like, smashing blackberries with hammers and giving it to the Fed. Not a, not a one of them has it. They're having it. the lawyers look through it. They're like, all right, you know what? The rest is personal and felon bleach. Or they interview Hillary at the end of the investigation and they forget to hit the record button. I can believe that Harold then, Ford yeah, has yeah, not looked at Hunter Biden's like, dick. You know Our uh, FBI guys are busy framing Trump. I'm just going to stand out here in the driveway, smoke cigarettes while you lawyers go look for stuff. I don't want to interfere with the big guy's office. All right, so what'd you find? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, don't worry. I'm not writing any of this down. You can say whatever you want. I'll make it up later. Right. So they go back to justice, and then they call the New York Times, and they say, this is how these documents are different than the Trump documents, okay? And here's what I love about Washington. You can have the Chinese spend a night at the Trump Hotel, ring up some room service, a couple thousand, and the Democrats want to impeach Donald Trump for that. Trump was tough on yeah, China. You're right. Biden can come in and the Chinese can pour a hundred million dollars. When did they want to impeach Trump on China? On China. And the Democrats are like eating cookies while they're running away from reporters. Harold, what are you and the judge whispering? Cookies. (laughs) So uh, the judge was was making a point, a couple points about the dates. The Ford is there. um, Which which I find. Democratic whipping boy. November 2nd and November 14th. And from November 14th, when Democratic. the U.S. attorney in Illinois, he was a Republican, appointed U.S. attorney under, I believe, President Trump, mm-hmm. was assigned to look into this, the November 2nd finding. From November 14th to January 5th, something happened. Because then uh, Attorney General Garland said, we need a I'm special counsel. New Year's, it's Christmas. It's to me all this happened. Was it, clear, was it only optics and you wanted to ensure that you were being fair in that regard? Or was there some sort of legal permission to talk about legality or legal matters here, Jesse. It was their legal matter that did it. What the judge was saying, Sauber, Richard Sauber has legal clearance, has yeah, he security does. clearance. But yeah. what, what you were saying, I think, was that the lawyers at the DOJ sent to... Yeah, the thank you for correcting that. ...to oversee, I believe, Mr. Sauber, to watch him do this. They didn't have security clearance. So if right. there was something found, those DOJ lawyers couldn't, and, could and, not interact. But the people but, at the Penn Center who found it also didn't have security right. clearance. Right. So, so let, let me... So I, I think... The transparency thing here is, is, is problematic. I think Democrats who don't believe this is serious, you're not being serious. And for Republicans who immediately try to compare this to President Trump's matter, you're not being totally honest about this. I hope that her, the, the special counsel here, uh, and I think the most important thing in your intro, uh, is when you said the DOJ said a fair take. order on the White House. If that is indeed the case, uh, I think there's some questions that, 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 are, that warrant answers. Uh, and I feel sorry for Ms. Jean-Pierre because she doesn't either know the answers or and or is not able to, to no give answers. No one's throwing her a lifeline, not even the DOJ. So some, some, <laughs> there, there, there's some questions that, and I saw one of the questions that Jackie Heinrich asked this afternoon, and she said, 
Is it safe to say that there's a national security analysis or assessment going on about whether or not these documents could have posed a threat to the country and Mr. Trump here could not answer? These are questions that if we were Democrats and this was Mr. Trump, we would want these answers. Well, there was and frankly, we deserve that was another point things. that was brought up today that there was supposed to be we are waiting a national security analysis that the DNI is supposed to do about the Trump document. Who is this woman? I don't even remember her name. And Byron York brought that up today. And then we had this other information that Hunter was there just four days before. Hunter. And the reporters are like, you can't talk about him because he's like. You're going to let Gutfeld Hunter talk now. Was in, you don't want to talk about the president's family. How dare you? <laughs> what happened to you? Uh, he's in the garage. Mm -hmm. It all makes sense. Now the paintings make sense. Hunter goes to the garage, gets the classified documents, slips it between the frame and the painting, sells it to the anonymous donors for half a million dollars. Who are they? Chinese. But we don't know that. I know I'm, you know, this is Hemmer told me this in the bathroom. So, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, in my, take it for what it's worth. But he's been right on all of this stuff since the very beginning. Was that a joke? Don't compare it to Trump because it's not totally honest. How dare you, sir, come back from a splendid long weekend. Hey, Paul, good like evening. That. Joe was at the height of his self-righteousness about Trump's classified document problem. So he deserves exactly on, the rap he was egging on. Remember, he wasn't just talking about the documents. He blew it up so that it was about fascism, about PJ a democracy, about Trump supporters, about the remember the uh, that that dark speech as well. He was talking about how like there was this like, the shroud of darkness, you know, and and, and, the, and the possibility of nuclear. Gart Brandon was cool. Damage to society. So I believe in self righteous reciprocity. <laughs> Everybody gets a free punch, right? Joe Biden deserves a he deserves a punch for this. Right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. And by the way, that's a metaphor for you people. But it's a fact is, you know, all the people that were wrongly accused or smeared, they have a free punch. They get the, you know, you may think that there's nothing to this. I don't care, Harold. I didn't Put say that. Put that in I, your, your I, tie. I, I, I said it's serious. Oh, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, I, I've had it with you, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> had it with you. You're so divisive. But it is good to have you back at the table. Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Kilmeade. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to click to subscribe. That, that was that was his form of comedy, yelling at how much he doesn't like Harold. The one mildly black guy at the table, I think. Hey, you guys. Trump wants back on Facebook. Elon says he can go back to Twitter, and I assume it's only a matter of time before he uses Twitter for the campaign. He's also wanting to come back on Facebook. Work to try to get his Facebook account put back in place. You know that Meta, which now owns Facebook, the parent company of Facebook, banned Donald Trump the day after the January 6th insurrection, pointing out that it was Mr. Trump's instigations leading up to the attack that violated Facebook's policies. Well, now, two years later, that ban is due up for a review. You have Mr. Trump's campaign petitioning Meta in a letter obtained by NBC saying that, I'm quoting here, we believe that the ban on President Trump's account on Facebook has dramatically distorted and inhibited the public discourse. The former president faced a similar ban on Twitter, which was reversed back in November after Elon Musk took over the company. Let me bring in now one of the reporters who got this exclusive reporting, NBC News senior national political reporter John Allen. Um, talk us through it, John, what you learned. What you learned from sources I would put money on all of it, including Zuck letting him back on. Donald Trump actually does get his Facebook account back. 
Yeah, and doing the reporting with our colleague Mark Caputo, uh, you know, what we found here is that uh, there are officials at Facebook and Meta that have said things publicly that indicate that there's a likelihood that Donald Trump will be let back on. When he was banned from Twitter and Facebook the day after the January 6th riot, those were supposed to be permanent bans. Then Facebook uh, quickly turned around. Its oversight board uh, said it was going to be a two-year ban and be revisited. Uh, so there's a lot of indication from that side that they don't intend this to be permanent. At the same time, uh, the absolutely Trump campaign, did napalm. Uh, our sources uh, believes that it will, in fact, uh, get reinstated on uh, on Facebook. At one point, uh, they uh, they were thinking about uh, sending a letter or filing a lawsuit um, to try to get back on. And, You're gonna and let fucking Trump back on, but like uh, I can't be my original self on Facebook. You know, what's interesting here, John? This is not simply a matter. It seems to me of the former president's campaign looking to get kind of whatever Facebook clout they can, if you will. Um, there is a financial incentive tier here, too, right? Oh, absolutely. Goddamn right uh, there is. Know, there's probably no more powerful platform uh, for Donald Trump to get his message out, uh, certainly the political messaging, than Facebook. We saw that in the 2016 election. The rules have changed some, but still Facebook, the sharing among like-minded people is a, a huge way to get a message out. And one of the big messages that's important is it's time to send money. So uh, when you see the I bet in terms of uh, Facebook, return on investment, bang for your dollar, in Trump, uh, you Facebook know, is uh, Trump's uh, is bread and butter. Situation for him in terms of being able to uh, run a campaign as effectively as he did in 2016 or as effective the right demographic in a loss and facebook likes money paying for a dollar anywhere where you live in sexual anarchy you live in sexual anarchy this is capitalism sir you can do whatever the fuck you want you got enough money you can do fucking anything damn your way to the top This is this is my leaving the left moment. You're, you're seeing the the start of it. Clip from last night was really popular. This New England group has been charged. They hung a banner. I think I might have said a hate crime. Perhaps they were charged with hate speech. They hung a banner that said, keep New England white. They have now been charged. Leader of an alleged neo-Nazi group that's spreading, going after a suspected white supremacist from Pepperell in civil court. Now, he's the leader of an alleged neo-Nazi group that's spreading hate all over New England. As Ken McLeod tells us, prosecutors are trying a new plan of attack. It describes itself as, quote, a pro-white, street-oriented fraternity. That's New Hampshire's top prosecutor charging Christopher Hood today with two violations of the state's Civil Rights Act, carrying a possible $10,000 fine. The founder of the neo-Nazi group NSC-131 is accused of trespassing on public property last summer to hang banners over Route 1 in Portsmouth reading, Keep New England White. Based on the text on the banner, that action was motivated by race. The civil charges reflect a new anti-hate speech tactic by prosecutors aimed at curtailing a growing number of public displays by white supremacists in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. Just last weekend at the Taunton Library, a mass group essentially broke up a drag queen reading hour for children. Who are just scared out of their minds. I mean, can you imagine if you have children, a seven-year-old? 
having these people barge in with their faces covered in black. This was NSC 131 protesting a similar event in Jamaica Plain last July when Christopher Hood was arrested following a fight with counter demonstrators. This hate is not welcome here. In New Hampshire, police are still working to identify most of the members who were with Hood on the overpass. Only one other was charged today. But prosecutors there are urging residents to speak up whenever NSC 131 goes public. Even when we can't take legal action, we can speak out to say that these values are not New Hampshire's values. Don't complain. If these values are not up, what we believe in. These values are not what we want in our state. But if civil charges hit the neo-Nazi group in the wallet, opponents are all for it. Whatever tool they have in their toolbox, let them use it. This is domestic terrorism. NSC 131. question, Chili. They're well within their free speech rights, despite what others think about their rhetoric. But today, the New Hampshire AG also asked a Rockingham Superior Court judge for an injunction against the group as another way to put the brakes on their public displays. Chris? All right, Ken. You could totally punch a Nazi if you wanted to. I do believe that is perfectly acceptable behavior. No terms of service me. In Louisiana, a teacher has been fired after text messages she sent on MLK Day on Monday. White Louisiana high school secretary forced out after she sent colleague a racist text referring to MLK Junior Day as the N-word day. White secretary to high school in Louisiana has been forced to abruptly quit her job after making racist comments about Martin Luther King Junior Day in a text conversation with a colleague. Like, it's completely unprovoked. Why would anyone do that? Are you, and like, are you going to blame alcohol at 326 in, in the afternoon? Would you... Not to judge a woman by her looks. Clinically, good evening. Who? Those of you listening to the podcast, it's just an innocuous conversation. Uh, this Newen Poland Fontana. Nelwyn. Nelwyn. Nelwyn is her name, apparently. Nelwyn is the woman. She says, next week, I've got a schedule. If you would fill it out where we will know. And the person she's messaging says, yes, ma'am. And then the next day or a few days later, she says, inward day, LOL. Mark Luther King. Is it at 3.26 in the afternoon? And I love that the person's like, huh? Say what? Where'd that come from? I'm stunned. Like, what prompts you to say that? 
Nilwyn Fontana is office secretary at Ochita Junior High in Monroe, Louisiana, and took time on MLK Day to let us know how she really feels about honoring Dr. King. She has apparently been fired. Principal wrote, unfortunately, on Friday evening, a text message which contained a racial slur from an employee was brought to our attention. That employee is no longer employed by the Ashita Parish School System. We do not condone any racism in our schools and community. Well, that's a... That's a wild one. Good riddance. You shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> it w- w- Did MLK have a brother <laughs> named Mark? Uh, if you're not subbed and you're watching on Twitch, you're going to get some commercials. If you are subbed, I'm going to stick here with you and smoke a little bit. We won't do any uh, content until you guys get back. I got, I got, we're going to do some true crime. Tell you about a pastor who diddled kids. A lot of content warnings coming up. And plus, I got this, this special surprise here. I have no idea what it is. Charlie Kirk says, if you watch only one video, make it this one. All that and more after the break. Here on the Troll Patrol. Apparently, we are doing a debate with this uh, Gorspiknik. Gorspiknik. See if I can pull up his channel here. He just hit me out of nowhere. He said his chat said that wanted him to debate me. All right. <laughs> I was like, phones and Discord are open, or I can set you up to be able to to come on. Uh, it's 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 gonna be Sunday or Tuesday or something like that. I think he said. I mean, I mean, I dig the I dig the thumbnail. I, I went in his room. I, I I talked some shit. He was under investigation for two incidents. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I hope they don't show shit like that again. Might have been like it might. Might have been like right before this because I think he's watching that Andrew Tate documentary. Uh, if you wanted to. Yeah, there's Justin Freeman. Debate him on thermonuclear bombs. No, gifted. No one likes you. I I can't even read that that emo. Not gonna lie, Justin. He won you over? Did he really? I left like as as you were saying that you think that he was going to turn into a socialist. On Steven Crowder's side, I've not heard back from... Hold on, let me give you an update here. Got this new focus weed? Fire. Are you finally going to graduate then, Owen? Let me, let me make sure Steven Crowder hasn't emailed me back. Gifted, what is wrong with you, bro? I'm going to join forces with Steven Crowder. Beatles, just I'm going to try to turn Steven Crowder into a socialist. 
You're gonna join not, forces with Crowder? I have All not right. heard back from Steven right. Crowder. Thanks, Dad. Alright, let's, let's keep going. Society. The War Room. The War Room is the most powerful network. Yeah, this is, this is... Oh, you guys can't even see him. My camera's covering it up. That sounded like kind of culty. Cage fight in Romania. I know he's gonna Come lose, but... Wow. This youngin does he even know what he's getting himself into? What are we gonna debate? I don't fucking know. I need to get better. I need to be bold. I'm not tough on myself. This 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 Beals, you might be right there. This young man here wants to debate me. What I found out. My plan was to sow anarchy. Maybe maybe he's not so young. He's he's married. That's a that's a live experience I've never I've never had. I don't know what it's like to be married. Again years ago. There's not a single female complaining. Do you guys want a single female complaining? Have you seen one? Tell me. My ex-boyfriend was radicalized by Andrew Tate. So I said I said yeah. We can totally do that. What do you... Censorship in media is what he wants to talk about. Don't worry, I'm not crazy. First Amendment doesn't apply to private companies. Laughing. I don't think this is going to be contentious. I think I'm... I think I'm, I think I might like the, the young man. Even... Even if he has some, uh, I mean, that's you can be young and be married, but that is a life experience I've not had. Something he's got on me there. It is a major uh, milestone in life, I guess, if you want to call it a milestone. Life experience is probably Pone. Maybe I can win him over. I think I think I think it'll be a fun time. Fun time had by all. I don't think I'm gonna be yelly Justin. I think I'm gonna be like, ah, you fucking dumb fuck. Ah, blah, blah, blah. I think uh, I think I'll be chill. I've, I've I've had girlfriends. I've lived with people. Um, marriage is more like a it is like a financial arrangement. I ain't had no finances to arrange. <laughs> uh, it's not a laughing matter. Also not a laughing matter. I'm going to have to end the content warning. I'm going to have the giggles again. Oh, shit. I'm going to go to Ohio, and that is something like, if somebody says that to you, you should probably run. Don't ever go to Ohio. <laughs> I've been there. I can I can confirm this. Disturbing video shows Ohio cop repeatedly punch a black woman. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much like that's that's the 
It's the story of a millennial in 2023, isn't it? Two Ohio police officers are under investigation after a witness filmed a cop viciously punch a black woman in the face while making an arrest. The video came to light on Tuesday when local news outlet Dayton 24-7 shared the footage on Facebook. Once again, content warning, this is going to be heavy. Looks like it's being filmed from inside a restaurant or a diner or something. Guy comment. Here's something I've noticed. It seems like there's always drama with all leftist streamers. (laughs) It's just like nothing but drama. I gotta admit, I watched I watched Keffel's little I watched part of the Keffels and Kim's I mean I had it on in the background and Kim Kimster. I didn't get that far into it, maybe thirty minutes. But I watched your little apology video. I laughed my ass off at what she said. That was funny. I don't like drama. That's why I'm just over here finding out what that news be doing. And apparently I got I got to let a cat out. He's going nuts over here. All right. One cat goes out and another cat comes in. (laughs) The hate of the baby. BB. I tried it so like fucking I made F-bombs mad at me <laughs> well like I, I try to you know not cause drama with other people it's not really my thing I want to I want a content based show We can watch drama, but it's like other people's drama that don't affect us. Courtroom drama and police drama and political drama. That's what we're doing over here. We still cover the drama. It's just a different kind of drama. Kick authority in the balls. He's kicking authority in the balls. This woman tried to kick authority in the balls and they fought back. I fought the law and the law won. Fortunately. God damn, that is completely unprovoked. Sickening. 
I I hope she sues the city of it looks like Butler. Butler Town. Maybe it's Rutler Town. Butler Town. Butler Town. Butler Town. Had it right the first time. No reason to do that at all. Oh my god. Little monkey. But yeah, I don't even I don't even know what's going on with F bombs. I just saw a tweet that looked like he was yelling into the void. And I use I used the Grandpa Simpson meme. Holy shit, did he go off on me. Sorry, man. Like, I've been on this show a couple of times. Or just panel or whatever. Butler Township. She was just, she was just climbing up over here. Wild. You know what else is wild? This case out of Idaho with this criminal justice student that murdered allegedly murdered four people the speculation is that Brian Koberger has a co-defendant in Idaho murder oh it's a oh it's been debunked I need to stop reading part of the headline Discovery request filed by the suspect's legal team included a request for information about a co-defendant in the case. A prominent attorney has debunked speculation that suspected killer Brian Koberger had an accomplice in the stabbing murders of four University of Ohio, uh, Idaho students. Duncan Levin, a former assistant district attorney in the Manhattan DA's office. I don't... I'm going to have to kick the kitten out. No, stop, stop, stop. That hurts. It hurts and it tickles all at the same time. She is attacking my my feet. My feet are bare. <laughs> I'm gonna have to kick the kitten now. All I know is he said something about that, that, uh, is it Jenny Burns? And she's always been nice to me. Every time I've had an interaction with her, I've got nothing bad to say about her. Nothing to do with her. I don't know. Just, I make jokey jokes and sometimes I poke at the wrong people. Bombs has been nothing but nice to me other than that time on Twitter. Who knows? I might even get I might even uh, get invited back on on a panel and he won't even fucking remember. If I go in his stream and throw some troll heads, he'll be like, hey Justin. Who knows? 
It's all good. Other than that, I'm pretty drama free. I like everybody. Well, I mean, like <laughs> other than other than Tina too, and the and the ramen thing. I'm willing to let bygones be bygones on that as well. I have to. Well, she's she's just really body, and she'll I'll not be paying attention, and she'll go for my foot, and it tickles, it hurts. She's biting, she's clawing. She wants to play. She's just playing. You know, kitten energy. Gonna have to hit the content warning on this one. In Tennessee, a youth pastor has been arrested. Like, I don't even think I have to tell you what he's been arrested for. It's not, I, I'm, I am always sickened by the rhetoric from the right, talking about drag queens and the trans community, Buddha being, good evening. These sickening crime that they're always accusing other people of. A former youth pastor and PTA president now facing child molestation and aggravated sexual battery charges. Good evening and thanks for joining us. I'm Latricia Thomas. And I'm Josh Rowe. Record show Hamilton County deputies arrested Dustin Spillers this week. News Channel Line's Jordan Karmback. I want to I point out as well, Matt Walsh is just right down the road from where this happened. Matt Walsh mentioned this guy constantly fear-mongering about the trans community. Are you even going to mention it when it happens? Like, just right down the road from you, within an, an hour, I believe? Explains what we know about Spiller's work at the church and the elementary school. Jordan. Latricia, Josh, some who knew him called the details shocking. A man who worked with children both at a church and inside a Hamilton County school is now facing serious charges. I'm not charges. shocked. The version of Dustin Spillers that I knew doesn't exist. Sydney Moore says she met Dustin Spillers while he was working with youth at Abba's House Church in Hickson. It was I mean, detrimental. Um, we were all in absolute just shock after it all came out. That shock stemmed from this. Court documents showing Spillers was recently arrested and charged with three counts of child molestation and one count of aggravated sexual battery in Troop County, Georgia. We reached out to Abba's house. They tell us Dustin passed a background check to be a volunteer to work with children and students, but never fulfilled his obligations to become an official pastor recognized by the church before he left the church in 2015. I'm still just feeling very disrespected and um, kind of caught off guard. And that's not all. This email sent to parents from Wolf Deaver's elementary principal says Spillers was PTA president up until a week before his arrest and was stepping down from his role due to, quote, personal matters. Parent Elizabeth Jones <laughs> says her second grader and preschooler attend Wolf Deaver. 
Jones says she pulled her children from school the minute she heard our report. I pulled out my children because there, um, there's a conversation that needs to be um, had with all of the children that has been inside of that building and been around. It's not so much the school I'm worried this about. Arrest since Monday, but a spokesperson from the Hamilton County School District told us they didn't find out about it until now. The district says, quote, based on the information we have, these allegations have no known connection to our school or to his former role as PTA president. Before the news and before everybody in this world knew about it, we should have been the first ones to know at least something was going on. A whole lot easier the to Hamilton get like one-on-one -on -one time with a kid in a church, I resources assume, to notify them as opposed of to a school where, you know, a safety concern to their staff. Teaching a class, anybody Josh can Jordan, walk in. Thank you. Abba's house says Spillers was involved with other local churches. We're still trying to get confirmation on which churches. You can read Abba's house's full statement on our website, newschannel9.com. Right down the road from Matt Walsh. Will he mention now he is currently on a, I guess you call it a paternity leave. Apparently he's not going to take that long. He'll be back doing his show in the next couple of days. He just had a second set of twins. This is, this is his fourth and fifth kids, but it's his second set of twins. And I hate to point out that his his wife is probably on fertility drugs because of that. Because like just the odds of that happening are astronomical, unless fertility drugs are involved. So that's just that's just me. That's just me and the power of deduction. I don't know why I find that like I like that seems uh, unnatural for a a theocratic fascist that talks about uh, unnatural procedures and wants to attack hormone blockers, but thinks these these fertility drugs are okay. Maybe like. Have something to do with Matt. Is Matt not able to uh Matt got a weak seed? Looks like someone that was conceived with a weak sperm. What the fuck was this story I just pulled up? I don't even know. Oh this dude tried to kidnap a barista out the fucking drive through window. You giving me a thumbs down, Cicero? You didn't like my joke? An arrest made this afternoon in Washington State after the release of video of what appears to be an abduction attempt. Take a look. The video released by Auburn police shows a man at the drive through of a coffee stand. As you can see, the man grabs the arm of the woman working there and then swipes at her with what police... What? what? Well, yeah, what is that? That's what I was I was going to try to like pause it and figure out what the fuck that is he's using. As you can see, the man grabs the arm of the woman working there and then swipes at her with what police say was a looped zip tie. The woman was able to pull her arm free and slam the window shut. The man drove off but has since been caught, thanks, police say, to Who's tips tattooed? provided by people who saw the video. That's a, that's a pretty uh, 
recognizable tattoo, I would assume. Wow, that is wild. In Washington State, after the release of video of what appears to be an abduction attempt, Take a look. The video released by Auburn police shows a man at the drive through of a coffee stand. As you can see, the man grabs the arm of the woman working there and then swipes at her with what police say was a looped zip tie. The woman was able to pull her arm free and slam the window shut. The man drove off but has since been caught. Thanks, police say, to tips provided by people who saw the video. It seems like a really stupid way to try to kidnap somebody if you wanted to. I've never thought about such a thing. But I feel like you wouldn't just try to pull somebody through a drive through window. I would think the odds of making that happen are, are pretty astronomical. Perhaps he didn't think that one through. Okay, this is this is our wild card tonight. I have no idea what this is. It was shared out by Charlie Kirk. We're gonna go to Rumble here. As if you watch only one video this year, make it this one. Posted it earlier today. There you go. I have no earthly idea what this is. Mr. Balls, good evening. So, join with me in finding out. Well, first of all, Mr. President, I'd like to thank you for that preview of the 2024 American election we witnessed earlier. And uh, if you're not persuaded to vote for the proposition tonight by that speech by James, I don't know what will persuade you. And none of my debates were ever like this. this. But I was supposed to be the first non-student speaker for the proposition. I've now been the fourth, which means that I now have to thank all the previous speakers for making my best points for me. Uh, and I find that the reason, the main reason now that I have left to be uh, in support of the motion is that I am so tired of talking about woke culture. That's why it's gone too far more than anything else. And I thank... Well, then shut the fuck up about it. You're the one who just brought it up. Nobody said anything about it. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. I hadn't even hit Jordan Peterson all night. The other speakers for making the points for me because it means I don't have to reiterate the point that no, no, free speech is not some right wing reframing of whatever. It's the foundation of Western civilization upon this civilization is built and the enlightenment values that led to it. I don't have to make the point that has been made by far better people. You have a platform that's bigger than mine for sure. Is to treat people on the content of their character and nothing else. And the fact that woke culture seeks to overturn that is a new form of racism that we must all oppose. It means also I will not use this opportunity to say I told you so, as someone who spent the last five years warning people in the West 
that if we continue to erode our culture, if we continue to undermine our confidence in Western values, that our enemies, enemies like Vladimir Putin, will seek to capitalize on it. I will not make any of those points tonight. At all. You haven't made a point, motherfucker. Instead, I am not going totally to talk bereft to of a already point. agree with me, which I imagine is most of you. Um, I'm not going to talk to you because I imagine after everything you've heard tonight, you're going to vote for the proposition. I'm going to confess I will take your vote for granted. Tonight, I am the Labour Party and you are the Red Wall. Now, I want to talk to those of you who... Joke went over my head. ...and who are open to rational argument. A small minority, I accept. <laughs> because one of the tenets of wokeness is, of course, that your feelings matter more than the truth. But I believe in you. I believe there are those of you here who are woke, who are open to rational argument, so let me make one. Hit we me are with told it. that your generation cares more than any other about one issue in particular, and that issue is climate change. We're told that many of you suffer from climate anxiety. Who is telling me this? Like, this, this is a straw man. You just made an appeal to rational thought and then came out with a straw man, my friend. You wish to save the planet. And for tonight, and tonight only, I will join you. I will join you in worshipping at the feet of St. Greta of climate change. <laughs> Let us all accept right here, right now, that we are living through a climate emergency and our stocks of polar bears are running extremely low. I join you in this view. I truly do. Now, what are we to do about this huge problem facing humanity? What can we in Britain do? We can only do one thing. You know why? This country is responsible for 2% of global carbon emissions, which means that if Britain was to sink into the sea right now, it would make absolutely no difference to the issue of climate change. You know why? Because the future of the climate is going to be decided in Asia and in Latin America by poor people who couldn't give a shit about saving the planet. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's going to be decided by poor people in Asia and Latin America who don't care about saving the planet. You know why? Because they're poor. Because they're poor. I come from Russia, which is not a poor country. It's a middle-income country. 20% of households in Russia do not have an indoor toilet. What they have is an outdoor toilet. And I don't mean one of those nice port that we get here. I don't even mean a Glastonbury port I mean a wooden shack with a hole in the ground. When I left Eastern Kentucky in uh, 2007, about 20% of, of go home tonight and say, Let's the county I was in didn't have like running water. In the back garden. I do not know what that number is now. And if you're not, why should they? 120 million people in China do not have enough food. I don't mean that they don't get dessert. I mean they suffer from malnutrition. That means that their immune system is breaking down because they don't have enough food. You're not going to get them to stay poor. Imagine you're Xi Jinping, the leader of China. When you were 10 years old, there was a revolution, a cultural revolution in your country. And people came and they put your father in prison. Your mother had to denounce him. Like this kind of red your sister killed herself. And you, no longer enjoying the protection of your formerly powerful father, 
were sent to a village where you lived in a cave house. And here you are, decades later, you have clawed your way up the bloody and greasy pole of Chinese politics to be the undisputed the greasy pole of the very communist party. You live in sexual anarchy. And you know that the main thing you have to do to survive and to stay in power is to deliver the one thing that the people of China want, prosperity, economic growth. Where do you think climate change ranks on Xi Jinping's list of priorities? A third of all children who live in extreme poverty in the world live in India. Uh, that's actually a uh, that good question. And dying of preventable disease. Now, it would surprise me if it was in his top ago, five. My wife got pregnant. Not me, because we're old school. <laughs> Wait, what? And for nine months... <laughs> I didn't go back far enough. Do you think climate change ranks on Xi Jinping's list of priorities? A third of all children who live in extreme poverty in the world live in India. That means they are starving and dying of preventable disease. Now, about 15 months ago, my wife got pregnant. Not me, because we're old school. <laughs> was that a dig at trans people? Months, we talked about what- That's exactly what it was, transphobia. Fuck you, what dude. What he might do when he grows up. We looked at baby scans and videos on YouTube about what the fetus looks like at 9 months and 12 months and 20 months. And eventually he was born. What a shithead to just had nothing to do with what he was talking about at the point that he was making to just completely derail his point to make a transphobic joke. Holy shit, fuck you, dude. And he is this cute little bundle of joy. He's cuter than about 80% of puppies. Right. <laughs> now, if you said to me, that I had a choice. Either my son had a serious risk of starving or dying from a preventable disease in the next year. Or I could press a button and he would live. He would go to school. He would bring his first girlfriend home. He'd go to university and graduate and become a woke idiot. <laughs> Attacking education. Here's the thing about uh, blaming poor people and poor people don't care about the climate is poor people are not the cause of climate change. It is industrial waste. It is not poor people. I don't know about his 2% number for England in terms of emissions. That may be true. It is a very tiny country. I would I would have guessed it was greater than that, but fair enough. But I'm sure England is invested in many companies that have a hand in the global emissions. Guaranteed. But if you just limit it to what is inside of England's borders, perhaps it's 2%. <laughs> And then he'd get a job and get married and have children and become a man. But all I have to do is press this button. And for every day of my son's life, a giant plume of CO2 
is going to re get released into the atmosphere. Now, you're all very young, and most of you are not parents. Let me tell you something. There is not a parent in the world who would not smash that button so hard their hand bled. What? I don't, what in the You are not going to get these people to stay poor. You're not even gonna get them to not want to. What was the point that he made for like, I'm, I'm, I'm apt to call it a false dichotomy fallacy. How is he getting away with so many fallacies if you're at Oxford? Cool. He would bring his first girlfriend home. He'd go to university and graduate and become a woke idiot. <laughs> And then he'd get a job and get married and have children and become a man. But all I have to do is press this button. And for every day of my son's life, a giant plume of CO2 is going to re get released into the atmosphere. Now, you're all very young, and most of you are not parents. Let me tell you something. There is not a parent in the world who would not smash that button so hard their hand bled. What is he saying? I, I don't even get the the comparison. If I smash this button, a plume of CO2 will release. And my kid gets to grow up and become a man. I don't, this made absolutely no sense. Am I too high? Am I too high? He got an applause, but I don't even know what the fuck he meant. You are not going to get these people to stay poor. You're not even going to get them to not want to be richer. And so, I put it I to you, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want people to stay poor. we can do in this country to stop climate change. And that is to make scientific and technological breakthroughs that will create the clean energy that is not only clean, but also cheap. Don't you guys not want to invest in science, the, either? No, thank you. And the only... I, I want everyone to get home on time today, which is not going to happen. And the only thing that wokeness has to offer in exchange is to brainwash bright young minds like you to believe that you are victims, to believe that you have no agency, to believe that what you must do to improve the world is to complain, is to protest, you're He's complaining right now. And we on this side of the house are not on this side of the house because we do not wish to improve the world. We sit on this side of the house because we know that the way to improve the world is to work, is to create, it is to build. And the problem with woke culture is that it's trained too many young minds like yours to forget about that. Thank you very much. How does some professor not point out all the fallacies he committed while doing that? Like, dude. I love that Charlie Kirk doesn't even, like, give the kid credit. say who it is or where it's from just repurposes content
Shares out as, as his own on Rumble. The big con. I'm I'm with Steven Crowder on this. Stop Big Con. I wanna I wanna join in with Steven Crowder and help stop Big Con. I'm checking right now. I'm checking to see if Steven Crowder has emailed me. Five updates. Has Steven Crowder emailed me yet? No. You want some Huskies? I believe this is Huskies. I think so. Is that a Husky? Looking all wolf-like over here. Got a whole gaggle of them. Gaggle of dogs called a pack, a pack. They're a pack. Pack of dogs. The pack of dogs you love to be ambushed by. Let them cuddle and slobber all over you. Oh yeah, baby, you're adorable. You're sweeties. What a wild show we do here. Like here, let me show you some cop videos. Cop beats the fuck out of a woman. Here's a dumb fuck that thinks fetus parts are in the food. Here's another idiot that compared women to milking cows. And then here's some here's some huskies. Enjoy some huskies. The weird speech by a Russian dude that's at Oxford for some reason. Good on him. Been a little mismatched tonight, you say? Might have it might have been a little thrown together. I think I still delivered. I delivered something. I was I was rushing to get my bandana on and shit. I was still putting uh my shirt on as the countdown was going. It's all good though. It's all good. Oh, I'll take another hit here. Let the Huskies roll. Him came out of my bong.
Tell you what, you guys, pick somebody to raid. It's viewer's choice tonight. I didn't even look to see who's on. Raid is on. Don't let me sing. Stop that. Hopefully we, we get some uh, emotes approved here. This is real. You got blink privileges. Okay, okay, okay. Joker 28, eh? I do believe uh, Kittadir is our special guest co-host this Friday for the Friday Night Freak Show. Unless he wants to pro postpone because I'm not on YouTube. Things are kind of up in the air. Yeah, we're going to go hang out with Cougar28. Happening uh, over there. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before we hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. See you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.